grace because it's an abstract concept doesn't you have to have something literal in the bible to tie to it this is why i was researching that so the definition of hebrew in hebrew is kin like kin i can't do the in the in your throat it's like kin spelled k-h-e-n so when you break down the definition what it means is to pitch a tent or a camp and i thought okay that's weird like what does that even have to do with grace um typically I don't, I haven't been camping since like fourth grade, but the last time you went camping, you had like tents spread out, right? He, the Israelites did camps in a circle and they were, were closed in in protection. So they didn't go hide out, leave me alone. Cause in America, when you go camping, you typically don't want to be bothered, right? You go hide out somewhere. You want to go in the woods. You want to speak to nobody, nothing. They didn't do it that way. It was a camp meant for protection so in america we have our own campsites we typically want to get away from people the hebrews pitched their tents in a circle for means of protection that's what it was for so the first letter of the word has meaning and separation it demonstrates separating the inside from the out so when you are saved by grace jesus pulls you in to his camp wait for it okay he pulls you into his camp and that camp is enclosed, right? You're protected in the camp. Got to be in the camp though. Got to be in the camp though. Okay. There are privileges in the camp. Right. The second letter of the word demonstrates sprouting seed, meaning continue to, as the seed is birth, it spreads to the next generation. So even that seed in the camp is spread on down to the next generation in the camp. Okay. A second verbal root of the word means to be gracious or to have mercy. Again, Hebrew has to have something literal to back up against it because English is very abstract in terms. So they relate to something concrete. So grace in the Bible relates to healing, uplifting, place of safety, strength, salvation, comfort. There was a slew of other stuff I didn't even get to. That was just the tip of what God showed me. It's all those things. So when the Bible says his grace is sufficient for you, he means it. It is sufficient because there's healing, there's lifting, there's a safety, there's strength, there's salvation, there's comfort, there's mercy. There's all these things in grace, in the camp, in the camp. You got to stay inside the camp. I got really excited when God showed me that. <laughs> I was like, that seems so simple. Anyway, so, right, it's simple. So the place of refuge and protection. Um, the first time the word grace is used in the Bible is in Genesis 6 with Noah. And at this point, God told Noah he's going to bring the flood to the earth, right? And the ark of the ark becomes his safety. So we're going to go to Genesis 6. <clears throat> And we're going to start at verse 5. And God saw that the wickedness of man was so great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evilly continue, evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth. Man, jeez. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's tough when God gets there and he says, I'm tired of y'all. 
and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and the creeping thing, and that the fowls of the earth, for it repenteth me that I have made them. Oh, Lord. Oh, Jesus. But Noah found grace in the eyes of God, uh, in the eyes of the Lord. So Noah, because he stayed in the camp and carried God's heart, was protected. Right? So he's protected. He stayed in the camp, right? Where all everybody else was doing, all, all the things under the sand, under the sun, evil doings, and God looked at his creation and said, I'm, man, I'm sorry we made y'all. Ooh, Lord. This, ugh. Sorry we made y'all. I gotta start over. Um, Noah found grace. So Noah found protection because he stayed in the camp and carried God's heart, right? The next thing, was understanding and empathy. Like I said, I have all kinds of notes because I was amazed at what, what Grace covered. Take us to Hebrews 4, 14 through 16. <clears throat> Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession, for we not have a high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but it was all in points tempted like as we are yet without sin. Jesus understands where you are. Grace brought him down to earth to experience all the things that we may have to experience. So he empath- he empathizes with what we're dealing with, Right? I think sometimes, and I'm guilty of this, I'll, I'll throw Brittany on the bus for a minute. Jesus is so far removed from me. Like in my head, I know, I know that's not true. But sometimes I forget that he understands where I am. Right? He understands where I am. Even though I feel like I'm alone or things are too hard right now or whatever excuse you tell yourself or the enemy tells you, he's right there. Grace brought him down so that you, so that he understands exactly where you are. Okay. Where's that? Let us not therefore be boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. In your time you need, Jesus is right by your side. Long as you stay in the camp. <laughs> stay in the camp. The next one is salvation. And we all familiar with that. So it's Romans 6, 1 through 14. I'm not going to read all that. Where was I going over there? Oh, now I am. So start at verse 1. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? That's another thing. Like once you get in the camp, you can't continue to get, do your old stuff. This, that doesn't count in the camp, right? Because you become a new creature. Something's going to remind ourselves of a lot of people think grace covers that. No, grace doesn't cover you continually sinning. Grace brings you into the camp so that you can change. It offers you protection, but you can't bring the old stuff with you. It has to stay back. Um, shall we continue in grace that grace, continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live longer therein? Know ye not that so many of us were baptized and Jesus Christ were baptized into, into his death. 
Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism and death, that like as Christ raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, so even so that we should walk in his in the newness of life, right? You were made new. Where am I? For we have, for if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of the sin might be destroyed. Hence, that henceforth we should not serve sin, right? Because in the camp, like I said, you can't bring the old stuff in with you. It has to be left behind. I was skipping down somewhere. I'm looking for, I'm going to 14. For sin shall not have dominion over you. You are not under the law, but under his grace. You're under his grace. Which means you can change. I'm talking to myself here too, right? Even small stuff like, Doubting God, which is technically a sin, right? <laughs> it's true, right? Unfaithfulness, little things like that. I'm not even talking about big stuff. So I'm even asking God to help me not to doubt him because I shouldn't doubt him. We just got done saying he's our everything. If we believe that, we're going to turn to him first every time. All right, that was salvation. Uh, the next one is Encourager, Lifter, and Vindicator. And it's the story of Hannah. Um, and if you remember, Hannah wanted a child. And her adversary, the other wife, Penea, I didn't look that up, Penea, basically digs and totes and digs at her and ha ha, God will shut up your adversaries. Sit them down. And shut him up. He'll shut him up, right? Panea gave Hannah such a hard time. She goes, she goes to pray, and Elijah thinks she's drunk, <laughs> and she's not. And she's like, "I just desperately want a son. I want a child, right?" I related to Hannah so much. I'm like, "Yeah, I, I know that feeling, right?" Um, where is where was I? Where is I? So basically, Hannah is granted her Samuel, right? He has birth to Samuel. God shut Panea up, right? Grace also will shut down your adversaries. Grace will shut down the the wrongdoings of the enemy. The things that Satan think he has coming for you, God will shut it down as long as you're in the camp. If you're in his camp, that's your area of protection. He'll shut them down. Shut them down. The next one is mercy. So we know God's merciful. Psalms 103, 8 through 18. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He hath not dwelt, dealt with us after our sin, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. Man, if he judges us based on how we sin. Ooh boy, some of us would be in trouble. A lot of trouble. A lot. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him, right? So people who love and fear him are in the camp. Great is his mercy. Great is his grace. As far as from the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions for, from us. 
like as a father pitieth his children so the lord pitieth them that fear him god is so merciful towards us so merciful so merciful i'm glad he doesn't judge us based on what we do think say so glad (laughs) you're right for he knoweth our frame, he remembers, remembereth that we are dust. As for men, as for man, his days are as grass, as flower in the field, so he flourish. For the wind passes over, and it is gone, and the place therefore shall know it no more. He does not remember our sin. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for not remembering my sin. I think we carry, and I've said this before, you we carry burdens and guilt from stuff in the past that jesus you look at you like what are you even talking about i don't right as far as from the east from the west which is continuous he doesn't remember neither was she neither was she, neither should we but the mercy of the lord is for is for everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear them his mercy is endless and the righteousness of his children's children to such as to such as keep his covenant, right? You got to keep his covenant. And to those that remember his commandments to do them. So again, when you're in the camp and you're following the commandments of God, your great graces abounds much, abounds much. The last is healing. That's the one I covered. There's a lot there. Grace is the power by which healing occurs. Because you're in the camp, you are entitled, and I'm going to use that word, you are entitled to healing. Like, Selena, your testimony was wonderful, right? You had a dream, you woke up, and your leg was better. You are entitled to that because you are in the camp. You're entitled to that. So when the enemy comes to you and says, oh, I wonder if God going to do it, Change the lingo. Yes, he is going to do it because you're entitled to it. You're his child. You are entitled to everything God promises you. You are entitled. In fact, I said, I'm sorry, head in my head, I'm going to be a little snobby about it. I am entitled. The enemy thinks he got something up his sleeve. I'm entitled to healing, to salvation, to mercy. All these things Jesus tells me I'm entitled to. I am his child. I am entitled. Just like when you leave stuff to your kids, they're entitled to your stuff. You are God's child. You're not any lesser than that. You are entitled. Tell yourself that. I am entitled to everything God has promised me. I am entitled. It's my right. It's my heritage. Sometimes we forget that. Like I said, I'm gonna start hitting. I'm gonna snipe. Go start my prayer and be like, Lord, I'm your child. I'm entitled to these things. They're in your will. Your word is in your will. You left those things to me. I'm gonna start changing what I'm saying, begging God, Lord, please do it. No, I'm already entitled to it. I'm in the camp. So were you. You were entitled to those things. Get excited about that. You are entitled to healing, to grace, to salvation, to deliverance. Put whatever you need from God in there. You are entitled. If it's in his will, if it's in this word, which is his will, you are entitled. Talking to Brittany here. Yes. Yes. 
You are entitled. So when you put all these things together, God is providing protection. In that camp, you're going to find unlimited grace. Grace is unmerited favor. You are not good enough. You are not anything enough. Pick, I don't know. Nothing. You're not anything enough for God's grace. He gives it freely. It's free. It costs you nothing. You got to be in the camp though. That's right. Right? You got to come back to the camp. When you get in the camp and you stay there and you follow the will of God and his commandments, guess what? You are entitled to all of those things. Entitled. So when you seek protection or where you seek something, you go back to the camp. Go back to the camp. It also translates, grace does, to something that is precious and beautiful. When I thought about how precious Jesus' grace is, God's grace is, I thought, holy cow, look at all this stuff grace encompasses. It's not just as simple as a merited favor. Yeah, you are favored by God and you have God's favor, but it's so much more than that. So much more than that. The Hebrew definition, although the English one does hold up, it does. The Hebrew definition shows that all encompass, how all encompassing grace and God are. When it relates to the English definition, the Hebrew definition breakdown means so much significantly more. And God shows examples in the Bible how grace applies to healing, mercy, love, all the things that we describe Jesus as. It's in there. So long story short, actually it's really short today. You are entitled to God's grace as long as you're in the camp. You are entitled. All right. I want to go to Numbers 6, and this is something we say most Sundays. 624. And most of us know that by memory. Yeah. The Lord bless and keep, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Grace also brings peace. You're in the camp. You have God's peace. And his face turns toward you when you call him, call for him every time. God bless you. That's all I got. <laughs> it's simple. <laughs> What'd you say? Membership had, I like that. Membership has its privileges. It was short. And I was digging. I'm like, I could go on for there's pages on this. Like, I started typing in pages. I'm like, okay, I got to cut this down. There's lots of scripture about God's grace and how it applies to us. And like I said, so let's start changing our lingo and say, I'm entitled. I gosh, I am entitled to all these things. I am entitled. You got anything else? You're welcome. It was really short. <laughs> it's really short short to the point so
So I operated my classroom. So I operated my classroom. Short to the point. Fifteen minutes max. <laughs> Anybody else got anything else to say? We'll go ahead and dismiss. All right, we'll see you in dismiss. Uh, I want to thank Brittany. Uh, thank you. That was for me. Mm-hmm. And I thank him, you know. And I feel like, you know, that's true. We, uh, I just see myself. I, I didn't look at nobody else. I looked at me. And, and I told the Lord, I want you to put this in my heart. Because it doesn't make me unhuman to, to whatever I go through. But it makes me not what I'm supposed to be if I don't listen to the word that takes me through. So I, I really appreciate you, Brittany. Thank you for for doing that and uh, you know bringing it to us. We needed that. And uh, I don't know about you, but honey, I'm going to study this thing some more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking into this again because when I yesterday when the kids took me where they took me, they don't know. You know, your life is ordered of the Lord. Did you know that? My going yesterday was ordered because I saw the goodness of God and, and I saw how great he is. He just, so I realized now when you preached that he wants me to put this in my heart and believe it. You know what I'm saying? That everything he is, I have, a, I can have it. You, I can have whatever he got that say I can have, I can have. Girl, you might see a giant coming up here. I'm telling you now. <laughs> <laughs> I just loved it. I, I loved it. The word is just, it certainly came from God. I think it was for me, and I just really thank the Lord for that. I really do. So next week, you know, we had a, a week off last week. It was too cold in this church. You know, to get too, it'll get too cold for me now because y'all, come on now. I got to have some heat, <laughs> you know. So next week, we, uh, Brother Al is going to minister, and I know he's waiting because he be ready anytime I ask him. I can ask him in the middle of the whatever. <laughs> Brother Al going to be ready. So I just want to thank the Lord for Jesus today. Well, let's give him a big hand. He's just so sweet. Yes. You know, uh, by faith I was saved. And by faith I've been raised. And by faith I will stand. By faith, I'll change. This by faith, it's all by faith in God and good teaching. And I just really want to thank the Lord for all of you. I do for Al, for you, for all of you. And I really want to thank Him for the Word. I do. I just, I'm sorry, but I just thank God for that Word. It's the Word that changes us, especially for someone who loves God. And you know, when they stand, so I can see where God is trying to take us. You know. Because if we come to the place that that we believe him for everything, we ain't got to worry about nothing. You know, the news don't scare us. I don't, they don't care what they do. So we all need to go back and ask God to really put that in our heart, what was preached today, because I really believe it's preached to keep us in this hour. So much going on, we see it, it's, it's just crazy. But, but you saying it's crazy ain't going to change nothing. You know what I'm saying? So we got to be ready for what God, and I just really want to thank the Lord for you young people that studying for Al, for you. Thank you, sister. Thank you. Yeah, this this is my granddaughter. Thank you. This is my granddaughter here. 
<laughs> I want to thank the Lord for you. Anybody got anything else to say before we dismiss? Oh, dear Lord. Yes. I'm glad to see you, Brenda. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Don't do what? All right, then. All right. <laughs> From the mouth of children. That's right. Yes, right. The Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yes, God is so good. Yeah. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah. I know. That's the truth. That was beautiful. Yes. You know, I'm not like Brother Joe. You know, I thank God got something for this church. I believe uh, we learn a lot here. We do. I do. Like Brother Joe said, you know, but he's got, I see his faith in what God is going to do. Now I look across the street and see they're getting ready to put houses out there. Things are changing. I look next door and see other things that maybe you don't see. Because me and Tawana are closer there in this church. It's things going on in here that the enemy is trying to do what he's trying to do. That I ask you all just to pray that the will of the Lord will be done. That's all you got to do. Just pray that the will of the Lord will be done. So anybody got anything else to say? So next week, we're gonna, Brother Al's going to preach because he missed preaching on the fourth Sunday, right? He's supposed to preach on the fourth, so he missed. So he's going to take the first Sunday. Yeah. I preach good because that's my birthday. My birthday the next day. You better preach good, boy. <laughs> I know you will. <laughs> I want to thank. We had a really wonderful time. Me, Al, Kobe. I'm sorry, but we had a good a blast yesterday. We did. We went to the what is that center? The aquarium, and they tell me they it's newly built. Yeah, Union Station. My daughter took me down and she wanted me. She don't know. You know, you never know where God took you and put you and say things to you. Let's, let's be more, hear more. Because your life, God is leading and guiding us. You know what I mean? You, you'd be surprised the things he take to do it with. Praise the Lord. That's what I see, brother. Am I seeing wrong? No. So, God bless you. I'm going to let, just like you got to, because I had to learn too, and I still don't know if I know. <laughs> still don't know if I know either. No, new to me. All right, I'm going to go back to numbers. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee his peace. Amen. Hallelujah. You are dismissed. <laughs>